start recording. You're getting some gabagool over there. What about some uh, managat? Managat. Some baked ziti. You bless it, I'll eat it. Can I just say, turn your camera on. Man. But also, it's manicotti. I don't want to say managat. Managat. But manicotti, I just we made some after because I was obsessed with everything in the show, and I'm like, I made that before, and it's delicious. Big ziti though, you gotta have something in it. You gotta have eggplant or you gotta have zucchini. I prefer zucchini. It's uh, but by itself, just baked ziti in the sauce. You have the you know the, the ground beef, and cheese, kind of kind of boring. Yeah, it's like more it's like rigatoni. It's like spaghetti without spaghetti noodle. You need something. I like Italian food. Um, yeah. Part of the reason Italian food is the way it is because they need to make a lot of food for a lot of people, for yeah, cheap. Just watch the Just watch the Godfather. Yeah, exactly. So, but it's fucking delicious. You can't deny it's oh, not delicious. It. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but I, I, I kind of became a weird foodie in a weird in a weird way. Sopranos will do that. Sopranos. They very don't stop talking about food. food. And wait, because well, they got the, they got the deli that they got. Yeah, they got the, the deli that they have an operation out of. Uh, what, Seferelli? Carmella. Constantly I mean, making food. Get some leftover man it got in the fridge. Yeah. I need to do this, Tony. You make me feel sorry for a horn that fucks you? Do I really ask that much? What does she have that I don't have, Tony? I okay. All night. Oh, should I play the original theme song that I ever made? Because we're here, so why not, right? I don't ever get to play this because we never do that. Last time we did the show was the last episode was last year, and it was malignant. Oh my god! Welcome to LIW Movie Review. Oh, restarting. Slash Lloyd Winterland. Episode 90, Sopranos and the Many Saints of Newark. I'm Phoenix West. Woke up this morning with dick ticket in my eye. Oh, shit. That's not a good thing to have in your eye. No, it's a a theme song I only have for this show. Uh, I don't have a video made or anything. This is a show we do like once a year. What is this show? (laughs) Just... A movie review show? This is the original show you were a part of. Remember it was uh, Midnight in Wonderland? Oh, okay. We combined yeah, our yeah, two yeah. shows. We did Puppet Master yeah. movies. Oh, yeah. That's awful. this. This wow. is the original show I did. And, oh. Uh, yeah, from 2013. This is only episode oh 90. I rarely do it. Oh, my God. Yeah, holy <clears> shit. Well, we got more specific after that. So Yes, yes we do. So here we are again, episode 90. This is season 9, episode 1 of this show. Um. Uh, it would be season 10, but I apparently did not do an episode in 2019. I had no idea. Anyway, um, Sopranos. You recommended it. I finally took your advice and watched it. I watched all six seasons in two and a half weeks, I want to say. That's pretty good. And the movie. That's pretty good. So your journey of two and a half weeks took me 23 <laughs> <Yeah>. years. <laughs> Well, let me just say, it took me three times to get through the first season. I kept telling you, just, just get through the first season. She doesn't make it past episode two or three of the second season because she's dead. 
Turns out you're wrong. Oh, well, the first she, season she, she dies died? in the third season, episode yeah. one or two. Right. I, no. I Okay, I hate... No, yes. No, not the third season. Yes. Is she dead in the third season? Yes. Okay, no, because she's living upstairs with... with, with um... Barely. You don't see her for a while. Yeah, because she's dying. Yeah, she's, she's dying. She's but she, yeah. when she dies, she doesn't die till that episode, which you get the, the awesome CGI head on the body. Yes. Yeah, that but, was third season? I thought it was second That was season. third season. Okay. I do want to share this because we were just talking about this in the live stream on a previous episode, but here's this. Have fun with this. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that, that, oh, oh, that's why the bromance between O'Brien Bashir, they're so platonic it hurts. They call each other like Buttercup or something. It's No, they don't. <laughs> Have you watched the show? I watched DS9. They never call each other anything like that at all. If anything, Bashir is just the needy guy who talks about banging chicks all the time, and O'Brien is just the guy who has to listen to it because he's and he, he runs away from it as much as he can. Yeah, you say that, but there's something they going on behind the scenes. Like the first, no, there isn't. There's <laughs> you really God can't handle this, can you? You leave, you leave O'Brien alone. He's got a daughter. Oh my God. Cisco wasn't married, and he had a son, but his wife was killed by the cutest in in Wolf Three Five Nine. Okay. <laughs> Which is just, the, and he's the greatest captain to me, Benjamin Cisco. I'm so sorry. Captain. Clearly, two straight men here. I'm sorry. Yes, absolutely. I'm sorry. Yeah. You don't. He was in prison in the dark world at that point, and Bashir had saved him. Actually, okay. No, Bashir, I think died. Sopranos. Sopranos, yes. So my first time watching it all the way through. I watched more than I thought originally because when we lived in LA, I apparently watched the first like two seasons. Okay. There are most of them. Yeah. And I I did enjoy a lot of it. I hated everything involving the mother because I think she's right. a cunt on legs or cunt in a chair, I guess, most of the show. And I guess it was David Chase's mother because that's who he based it on was his real mother. And she, nothing against the actress, but I hate the fact that I was looking forward to her real life death. I hate that I had to do that, but I was. I was sitting there going, when's this bitch going to die? So I don't have to deal with this character anymore because they didn't write her anything beyond... She bitches about everything. And that's her character. Go, sh- go shit in your hat. <laughs> yeah. Don't you talk like that. I don't want you I don't want to hear you ever talking like that. She's so annoying. I hated her. <laughs> and she just kept going and going. And then, then Tony's visiting the therapist and he's like, she's like, go, you know, uh, uh, Lorraine Bracco's like, go talk to her. I'm sure she doesn't she's not really like and he talked to her and he go, oh, f- don't talk like that around me. And it was like, oh, God, everything has got to be a bitch. Like, even if he's being nice, it has to be bitchy. I hated her. I don't her. like that. It's too much salt in there. It's too loud. I'm not going over there. The only time I laughed at her was when she's in the hospital bed after her stroke. Yeah. And AJ comes in and he goes. Yeah. He says, I talked about this before, but this is our official episode. And he goes. Hey, Grandma. And she's like, oh, have one of those Italian candies. They were just sent over. And he goes, I don't like those Italian candies. And she goes, oh, uh, it's okay. Just have one. Yeah. And then he eats one as if he was lying about not liking them. Instead, he gets guilted into making him eat one. I'm like, you well, bitch. It's an old woman for you. That's what they do. God damn. Your old Italian grandma. I just go, oh, you'll old. be dead and you won't remember this. So, uh, How about I take this candy and I shove it in your ass? Your giant ass, lady. You gobble goo right up your you ass. You won't even feel it. 
I don't feel anything below the waist anyway, so it doesn't matter. Don't talk like that in front of me. So a big reason I actually watch the show is because I do love Michael Imperioni. Yes. The guy's great in everything I've ever seen him in. Um, Son of Sam, Goodfellas, obviously, The Lovely Bones. He's in The Office. He's in an episode of The Office. Does he play Michael Scott's replacement? No, he plays uh, Dwight's karate instructor who actually gives him the black belt, finally. (laughs) But you realize he can actually improv there because that scene was improvised. Right. And he like wants to laugh, but he doesn't. He sticks with, he's a true pro. I, I like him. I don't he's just one of those guys I just like watching. Yeah. Well, have you seen him recently? How he looks so old yeah, now. Yeah. He's got like white hair. It's just like, oh my god, how does he get that gray? It's just, just pure white. Some guys go gray and that's it. Yeah. But I, I, I love him. I don't know why. He's the reason oh, he's I, I was like, all right, I'm yeah. gonna watch this because I didn't know what happened to this character. I avoided spoilers. I asked you repeatedly not to spoil anything. Yeah. You couldn't help it sometimes, but well, I didn't really give anything too big away. Many scenes of Newark you did, but luckily I forgot by the time I watched it. Well, yeah, because that movie—I just told you the one mystery that is solved. The junior, in the yeah. Streets, the Saints of Newark is who killed Christopher's father. But again, it wasn't who pulled the trigger because it probably was that cop that shot him in the in the show. When, when uh, Tony but I like that you don't him. know. Well, I think that's the point, and, and Tony, like, but what I love about the, the show was that the mother didn't give a shit. The mother was like, yeah, whatever. Like, he was bringing me crib. He was uh, bringing me a crib home, right, T? My dad got shot bringing yeah. me a crib. Well, it wasn't no, a crib. It was, it was TV trays, but yeah, yeah that's <laughs> a crib. And in the movie, it's TV trays. You see the TV trays. I thought that was hilarious. I was like, yeah. oh, it was TV trays. Yeah. He gets shot in the back. He gets shot in the back of the head, too, and you see, like, all, all because he made fun of. Junior slipping and falling was the funniest. And how did he even before. hear him? He was really far away. You mother, mother's cunt! Brings <laughs> his back. Oh god damn it! He yells "mother's cunt" like five times in that movie. It's so great. Well, he does it in the, in the show. Yeah. T- Junior Soprano, who is still alive and is more more cognitive and, co- and, and cogent than Polly Walnuts. Polly Walnuts now is like Joe Biden. He's gone. Oh he really? Lost it. He's like, because I remember when he did the 20th anniversary of Sopranos, all, it was all over the news. It was like and three years ago? Like Paul, yeah, like Paulie yeah. Wallace was like Good Day America, you know, all that shit. Oh, and no. I watched the segments, and he's like, he's just old. Well, the guy is old. He's been around for a long time, but he is out of it. And Dominic Chinese, who's got to be 90-something, is like in his 40s. Like the guy, he's got, I don't know what his secret is. If he's if he's got some broad, he got some gumar. We need him giving him life. It's amazing. I'm looking up the yeah. cast right now. Oh looking, no, yeah. here he is. Oh, listen this is him, sad. Listen, listen to him talk for a minute. It's like, oh man, he sounds bad. Got that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sil. Stevie Van Zant, like Silvio Dante, Michael Imperioli. I played Christopher Moltisante. Edie Falco. I played Carmela. Jamie Lynn Sigler, I played Meadow Soprano. Nose job, Lyra, nose job. I played AJ Soprano. Nobody cares. Have you all been... All right, I want to see... Go, yeah, yeah, I hear when he's talking. I know. About, he talks God, about... God, look at Michael Perleone. I just... I love the guy. I don't know. They talk about Jimmy, of course. James Gandolfini, because yeah. he's dead. And they all just... They cry. He's still alive? Him. The Jew? Yeah. I love her. She's... 
Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Life here. In season one, Tony goes, you know why I keep you around, even though you're a Jew? Because my dad trusted you. Yeah. <laughs> God damn, dude. <laughs> That's right. So what? That's true. I want to hear him talk. I don't want to hear you talk. Okay, here we here go. Oh. So we all had our turn at bat. We did the routine. I did the same thing. I did all I could for this type of character I'm playing. This. He looks like the Rolling Stones. Uh, what's his name from uh, Aerosmith? Steven Tyler and right. Johnny Depp rolled into a, a massive a person. Well, yeah, he's in E Street Band. He's been with Bruce Springsteen for 30 years. He has? Yeah. Did not know yeah, that. He's a, he, he's a musician. He's been in the E Street Band for like 50 years. This is this is why I wanted to do this right here. Because yeah. I, I purposely then, did not look up any trivia on the show whatsoever. Yeah. No, uh, Stevie Van Zandt, he, he's not an actor. He was just, they just, for some reason, uh, David Chase is a big music guy. And for some reason, he just thought Sylvia was this guy, and he cast him. And like originally, he's not in it a lot. He's kind of just in it sporadically. And then Silvio's wife is played by his real wife, who was an actor for years and never made it. And he said she was an actor. She went to school for this, and she never got work in four and, scenes. Well, and he said basically, he said, "I want my wife to be my wife in the show because she's an actual actor, Great. and I'm not." <laughs> And so I thought that was sweet. It was very sweet. That's awesome. I so, did yeah. not know that. Yeah. Okay. So, so that whole let's, thing is let's inside. hear Polly Peanuts here. Yeah. Maybe you're old man. These kids today. That's what I said. Everybody went. I got a phone call oh, an David hour Chase later. Just awkwardly from sitting David there. David Chase, who talks to me, he says, uh, I, I says, uh, and he says, uh, yeah, you got some bad news. You, you're not, you're not playing the, the, that character. I said, uh, Uncle John, uh, Uncle John, thank you. He says, but uh, he says I, I got something in mind. You can tell these guys are still friends. Oh no, they're they're all close. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, boys. No, yeah, these no, two have a yeah. lot of scenes together. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. they must have had so much fun uh, on the show. I'm not sure. I I want you on the show. I haven't decided what you're going to do. Okay, okay. It's just so sad. It's, it's age. It's he's life. great in Sopranos. He's one of my favorite oh, yeah. characters. Big Puss is my favorite. And I'm like, yeah. the second they reveal that he's working for the feds, I go, oh, no. 40, he's 40, not going to make it. $14 a pound. I'm like, he's I'm, not going to make it that long now that I know that shit. I'm working for, I'm, I'm working for the FBI. You knew it was coming when you, you, you went over my head for promotion. Man, so I have, I have uh, a couple notes here, because I, w- I watched All Sopranos and the movie, and then I watched Goodfellas again, because I told you I haven't seen it in like a decade, Right. but I love the movie. It's in my top 100. Yeah. yeah. And then I watched Copland yeah. for the first time, and I realized three quarters of the movie Copland is in Sopranos. Yeah. In major roles. Yeah, that movie, Sopranos actors are in Copland. That yeah. movie is just the Sopranos Junior. It's like the the preface to Sopranos. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. A lot of guys even, are, yeah. I'm sitting there watching Copland, and I go, why the fuck is Janine Garofalo in here? And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, wait, she's in Sopranos too. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> it's right, yeah. Holy, she's in an episode with John Favreau. God damn. Yeah, it's right. I like that, that, even that one caught me off. I, think, I, feel, I feel like only De Niro and uh, uh, Stallone are not, are the only two who aren't in 
I feel like De Niro didn't like Sopranos because they had done analyze this and that, and it was the same kind of concept. Yeah. And I always felt like there was sort of a disconnect that he didn't understand it because De Niro's just an idiot. De Niro's a big fucking dummy. De Niro's fucked up his career for 20 years, and I I, I think, I I like to think of De Niro who passed away in 1998. Right after Ronan just disappeared. (laughs) Because I can't can't think of a movie after 98 that he was good in. Or was a good movie? Not good, but De Niro in. Yeah, like I can't think of anything after '98. Like I really can't. People do love to analyze this and that, but I just, I just watch it. And I'm like, the first one's funny. The second one's terrible. But what, what year was the first one? I think like '97. No, it was after that. It was no, it was right before the Sopranos. It was literally right before the Sopranos, like '97. And they analyzed. That is 97. Analyze this is like 99. 99. Same year. Analyze this, 99. Okay, 99. Yes, the same year. Analyze yeah, that there you go. was yeah. 2002. Yeah. I did not Ooh. see the sequel. The sequel's terrible. No, actually, I did. I just remember that it's right now. Good. Catherine Moriarty's in it. It's not good. Catherine Moriarty is also in Copland. Yes, she is. And for some reason... Peter Berg is fucking her? Is that the plot of that movie? Yeah. Why is he fucking her? Because he fucks anything. He's whatever. He's he's with that girl who's also from oh, Sopranos. Annabella Shuras, right, yeah. Oh, boy, you. Throws a beef loin at. Kills uh, herself. Best. Yeah. Over the back of his head. I love that he chokes her like three I've quarters you, of the way to I've, death. I've, I've, I've known you my whole fucking life. Okay, let's take a pause. Also, she's in. Meet you. She's in a movie in my top five movies, which is uh, uh, "What Dreams May Come." That's Just right. saying she that kills she kills herself. Yeah. She has a theme here with, with me. She, she likes to fucking kill herself in every movie. That's what I'm saying. This last week has just been like a connective. Everything's connecting to everything Soprano, else, and I'm like, Soprano, Ugh. Soprano. Sopranos. Ah! All these actors, because I watch Goodfellas, and I don't even need to rewatch Casino, because I watch that two to three times a year. Casino, I can just watch when the fuck ever. Goodfellas, I have to be in the mood, which apparently happens once a decade. No, I I watch Goodfellas and Casino just as many times. I don't know. I I like Casino more. Way more. I like them both the same for me. I just There's something about them. I watch them both equally. I I just think Casino is a more cohesive movie as far as structure goes. Oh, I don't know about that. Goodfellas is a little too loosey goosey for me. I don't know. Goodfellas is pretty tight. No, I'm not. I'm not. I don't want. It. It's just my opinion. I'm probably. Right. I, I, I I'm definitely yeah. wrong if you look at opinions and, and yeah. reviews. But for me, Casino works, and I love everything about it. I can just watch. Well, it yeah, all the time. I agree. I love Casino. Like Casino, I love more than anything. Fucking Cisco and Ebert. Yeah, Cisco couldn't give it a thumbs up. Didn't like Casino. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, how, you fucking brain dead fuck and that's what I, killed him i just feel like the stuff with pacino or sorry, not pacino i'm sorry uh, uh pesci his stuff right. in that movie follows more of a track so that way when he dies i feel it when he right. kill when he kills billy bats in goodfellas it's like right. 40 minutes later in his next scene is him getting killed i'm like i didn't even care by then right you don't see joe pesci for a long time in that movie for no reason that's what I'm saying. For me, Casino works more of a structure-wise. Right. But Goodfellas is Henry Hill's story, not Joe Pesci's story. Yes, but that's a... That's, casino, but it's Joe Pesci's story, yeah. Because he's a big part of that storyline. 
They're both they're both very 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 similar. You can't deny that they have the multiple oh, narrators sure. and, oh, and yeah, all yeah. that. And I just you you have a whore living in your house. You know what's funny because I watched Goodfellas a couple of years after it came out, and then Casino I didn't watch for a long time after that. Like mm. like it came out in '95. I probably watched it in like '99 2000. Wow, yeah. I just put it off because I just thought it was going to be Goodfellas Part 2 because I already loved Goodfellas and I watched it and I go, oh, oh this movie is me because I watched it the, the double-decker wow. VHS thing, you yeah, know? Yeah, I, that, <laughs> when it came out on video, I, I went and rented it and saw it in 1995. Like I, as soon as I went and got it to rent, to watch. And I it's one of the rare movies from the 90s that you had the the two VHS takes. It was that, Heat, uh, uh, why am I blanking? That Heat, Braveheart, and Titanic yeah. were all like double yeah. VHS yeah. tapes. Well, the last took... double, I think the last double tape set was Lord of the Rings Return of the King. Yeah. I think that's the last one. But that was like five minutes before you bought the DVD anyway. Exactly. And now it's blue. Now forget it. Yeah. I, mean, I saw that at the thrift store sealed for $3. Oh. Lord of the Rings Return of the King. I, want, I should look that up, see how much it goes for. Do it. No, but. I do like Casino a lot more. Copland, I loved the first time I watched it. And I watched it again a couple days ago. At this point, it was Tuesday, I want to say. No, Monday, Tuesday. This right. this week. And I watched it, and I'm like, this is a really fucking good movie. Yeah. And all I really remember from before when I watched it was the, the what's his name? Michael Rappaport character. I remember that stuff. About how he fakes yes. his death. Yeah. Superboy! Yeah. And I remember... The cops having a, a little island there in New, in New Jersey, and I remember uh, uh, what's his name, De Niro going. No, I gave you a chance to be yeah. a cop, and you blew it. Two weeks later, it. no, uh, Stallone is getting his other beer, other uh, ear blown out and killing them yeah, again. Yeah, I remember yeah. that, but I was like. Yeah. Other than that, the movie's actually really fucking solid, and I, I remember Stallone blowing. De Niro out of the water in that movie. Yeah. No, Stallone is 10,000 times better than De Niro in that movie. Yeah. And it's crazy. He does never, he never gets credit for it. Yeah. And Stallone said that movie ruined my career even more. And I thought it was going to save my career. <laughs> like he thought that movie was his ticket yeah. out of the, out of the shithole. Yeah. He's depressed. It made him depressed because nobody saw it. And it was like, but he kind of a ball. It didn't do well, but it's a great movie. I love Coughlin. Well, I think it taught him a lot. And that's why he's so good in Rocky Balboa. Another yeah. one of my favorite movies. And then you have uh, a connecting Soprano Tissue and Copland. You have Edie Falco as the bomb squad Thank you. technician. You have Robert Patrick as the one of the, yep. the cohorts of Harvey Keitel, <clears throat> who is uh, working for Frank Vincent, who comes later in The Sopranos. He's barely in Copland, but he's still in Copland. He's in like two scenes. He plays he's like the alderman or something. He's on the news. And yeah, he shows like up in a couple of scenes. Fund or something. Yeah. But he's he's more featured in the Sopranos toward the end when after Johnny Sachs dies, basically. Yeah. Or Johnny Johnny Sachs eats it, and then uh, the I like the Robert Patrick storyline is great because he's living in his in his uh, store, his um, sports equipment store. Yes, in the Sopranos. I, We're getting back to that. Yeah, I remember just watching that season and watching Robert Patrick and hating. Robert Patrick so because he's such a loser. Right. And like how he ruined his kid's life because he couldn't afford college because he gambled all the money away. When you mentioned to me that Tony goes through a phase of blowing money gambling, I was like, because at that point, they already seen the Robert Patrick stuff. And I was like, oh, yes. God. Yeah. I hate watching people gamble money away. 
because it's like so preventable, excuse me, preventable. And I'm like, stop, just stop, stop. And it's like, oh, you're just going to get, okay. It, it doesn't make me go, oh, he's going to win. No, I'm like sitting there going, fuck, you're just blowing it. It makes me like angry. Yeah, that's bad. But you're not supposed I to bet, feel that way yeah. about him. Robert Patrick, you're definitely supposed to be angry about because he blows his kid's tuition to yeah. this big school he worked so hard for because Meadows going to Columbia at that point. Yeah. And Robert Patrick kid is supposed to go to NYU, was right. it? Right. And he ends up going to junior college. Yeah. He's got a junior college. And then his dad, Robert Patrick, the family leaves him basically. And he's going to go work on a ranch. And moves to New Mexico or something. Yeah. That's what And he's going to go work on a ranch somewhere. And, and he goes, like, we used to talk about when we were kids. You're going to be a cowboy? <laughs> what, what are you talking about? When we were kids? I'm going to shoot when we were kids. You're an adult. What, what are you talking about? And the rest of the series, I'm going, all right, he's going to come back. Nope. He's gonna come. Never, never comes back. Never comes not back. Even in, not even the last season when you think everybody's going to come back for some kind of cameo or like, look at me, look at me. I was in this show. Nope. Wrap never up. Nope. I, I do like that they didn't do it in the last season, but I thought he would come back like season four. Right. You know, Tony, I'm out in Mexico. I'm just visiting my son out here. You know, something like that. I expected right. something. No, just leaves, goes to Mexico. Mm-hmm. And they, way later, Meadow has a line where she goes, What's his name's dad is in, in New Mexico in rehab. I was like, right, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. That's all you get to hear about him. Now, okay. I, I, have, I think one of the greatest hours in television history happened in The Sopranos. It is okay. the episode called The Pine Barrens, directed by Steve Buscemi. Good episode. The one, the one where, where Running around the woods. and Polly are in the woods with yes. the Russian. And he goes... He used to be a. He was the director of the interior. In, in he used to be an interior decorator. Really? His partner looked like shit. Yeah. Like that was. Oh god. Probably that episode when it first came out, we watched it. That was like the finest hour of tel- I haven't had an hour of television that good. I don't think since. I can't tell you. The, I think that's a perfect episode. It's hyster- It's a, one of the best episodes they've ever made in The Sopranos. It's my favorite episode. And for some reason, I think it won all the Emmys for Best Directing, Best Writing. It won a bunch of Emmys. I, or I, I think it was nominated, but it, it won a few. I will say... And specifically for that episode. I laughed the entire way through that episode. Yeah, no, it's hilarious. Because it starts off... They have to you go. Mustard packets. All they're supposed to do is, is Pauly yeah. gets called in to take over Sill's pickup for the for the day yeah. because Sill is is has the flu. That's how it starts off. Sill is out, so Pauly grabs Christopher. They go over to the Russian guy's house. The Russian guy has a bit of an attitude. Pauly doesn't like him. Um, they get into a fight. They Christopher hits him from behind with a laptop, <laughs> and then they. Beat the shit out of him on the ground. They thought they killed him. They drag him out to the snow in the middle of the northern New Jersey. And then that guy, I'm going to mention loose ends later on, abandoned storylines. Right, yeah. That's one yeah. of them. I was waiting never and waiting. They even mention it later. Never comes up. Yeah, never happens. He apparently never, never returned back to his people, which makes no fucking sense. He probably died out there because they did shoot him in the head. You see blood spray. But everywhere. it goes against his entire character buildup if he died out right. there. Well, I think that's just that's the way it is. But the whole episode is they go out and they're gonna bury, they're gonna dig a hole and they're gonna bury him. While they're digging the hole, he gets up yeah. and he grabs a shovel off. from Paul from uh, Christopher, yeah. 
Uh, beats the shit out of both of them with a the shovel, runs off, and then the rest of the episode, they're chasing him. Paulie's shoe falls off, his foot's going numb. Yeah. They find an abandoned van, and they go in there. <laughs> and the part that made me laugh so fucking hard is because the whole beginning part, when the when they, you know, the dead body was in the trunk, Christopher is like, let's stop for breakfast. And Paulie's like, I can't even do it. Paulie's in a guy, Paulie is a character actor whose who's impression of is, is impossible. Right. I can't even come close to doing an impression of that actor. I, I, Nothing. I'm like he has a weird lisp, and it's like this bizarre voice you'll never hear again in nature. But he's like, right, yeah. "No, we need to bury this this body. Let's get out there." So the whole time is they haven't eaten in, in who knows 24 hours at this point. They go out in the woods and they get in that van, and then I love the fact that they so easily grab a bag and he goes, "Oh, Christopher goes, oh, catch your packets, catch your packets." Yeah. And Paul's like, "Give me one, give me one." And like, <laughs> they suck them down. Oh, it's so funny. It's just... And they, <laughs> another part that I really laughed at is Paulie goes out and he gets a phone call from Tony, and it's like bad yeah. reception the whole episode. And he leaves right, the yeah. van and he goes, "Hey, yes, Christopher's fault. He just ambushed him. I don't yeah. know that guy did." Just... Yeah. <laughs> and you don't realize Christopher hears it, and it's like a weird paranoia thing going on. Because they already have been arguing for seasons at these two guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They do not like each other for really Polly's, no reason. And Polly sniffing Adriana's panty. Oh, yeah. That he didn't help. In, he his <laughs> and he's like, he's got it when he's getting made. Uh, he has to pay for everything that Polly does. Like he gives him, he has to give him five Gs a week. Yeah. Doesn't matter what's going on. His payout is five thousand. He goes, "You could have a week where you make fifty thousand dollars, or you make two grand. I gotta get my five G's. That's it." It's the Ray Liotta speech from Goodfellas. Yeah, oh, your store burned down. Fuck, fuck you. you. Pay me. Fuck you. Pay me. Yeah, it's, that's how it is. That's how that works. Yeah. Oh, your and store went out of business. Yeah. Fuck you. Pay me. That whole scene. And again, and again you have the great uh, Polly Walnuts episode where when Christopher gets shot and he's in the hospital for like second season or, or third season, it's up there. Yeah. Where they kill the kid from the Bronx Tale. He goes, Mommy, mommy, no. And they shoot him up with Pussy. Tony and Pussy go shoot him up in the in the park. Because he goes, You like that soda? It's the last soda you're ever gonna drink, you motherfucker. And they shoot him. And then like he goes, Mommy, no, no, no. I guess that guy really did kill somebody in real life and went to prison for it. Oh nice. But anyway. <laughs> um, I like that you're doing story. this show from the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I the light uh, well, I guess I can turn this light on. I suppose I should change my background. I didn't realize I didn't do that. There, there you go. go. There's, there, I, I have a light above me. But, um, and then you have, um, oh shit, that, that episode. But the episode where, where Christopher comes back with the, where the two guys shoot him because they, they hate working for Chris and they think that they kill him. His two douchebag bros who two douche fuck up bros, everything. You know, they're just idiots. And um, we, I'm going to hell, T. I was there. I was on fire. It was, it was hell. And he goes, yeah, there's no such thing. Uh, and he talked to Paulie Wallace. He goes, hey, uh, Limbo. You're saying three o'clock, three o'clock. Like that episode. He goes, well, yeah. three o'clock. That's when I first, That's when I popped him. I killed him at three o'clock. How did you know that, Chrissy? Because he told me. He said he's waiting for you. And, and, <laughs> and then Paulie Wallace has to go to the go to the psychic in his room. There's some guy's house, and they're all sitting around this, this semicircle. And the guy's going, I, I hear. I hear like he says these Italian names. He goes, yeah, what? Whoa! And he started like getting in. He gets into the details, and he goes, "What the fuck? You tell me I got a bunch of fucking ghouls on me all the time? Like I go, like I go fucking army the thing is, I think you should leave now." And then he throws a chair. He goes, "Fucking quits!" He throws a chair <laughs> he throws through the chair. window. 
so funny. And it's just that's his reaction. And I love the fact he goes to the church and he goes, I've been giving money to you guys for years. Yeah. You're cut, you're done. I'm not giving you nothing. I got ghouls chasing after that. <laughs> ghouls on me or ghosts. You guys ain't protecting me for shit. So I'm cutting you out. I'm not giving you any more money. I love that Paulie Walnuts is that superstitious. And then when Tony calls yes. him out on it in the last season, yeah. he goes, You're yeah. always chasing ghouls and ghosts and shit. Yeah. Your mom, this, oh, my mom. Like, calm the fuck down. When, and Paulie puts Tony in his place there at that point. Right. He's like, because I thought yeah, they really do a good job of making you think Paulie is going to turn on, on Tony the entire right. series. Yeah. So much so that look behind us here. I'm going to turn our cameras off for a second here. Look at what Paulie's doing in this in the shot here. Right. That was That was the big, that was the big mystery for forever yes was is paulie going to get killed by tony and it never happens and paulie lives still lives paulie, paulie's the only one that lives and gets away with everything still lives but, but still, he gets shot but still's like dying he's not gonna but they don't show him die they don't even show fucking tony die and we're not we'll, we'll get to the, the ending the way thing. later we'll to the end. yeah that, that's the that's the i kind of have a classic. feeling this will be a two-part thing we should sopranos yeah, talk yeah there's a lot to talk about because I want to rewatch some episodes and bring them up because I love the episode with Jackie Jr. I like the Jackie Jr. storyline where he comes in and like he like uh, yeah. Ralph Ralph talks about um, how when they were young Tony and Ralph they robbed yeah. the, the poker game and they weren't made guys and they robbed made guys and like no one got hurt like they stole like you know a couple thousand bucks whatever but everybody like they all were like oh we love the balls on you kids and that's why tony got you know higher up and ralph didn't yeah and then and and jackie, and jackie jr he's like oh it's a good it idea up. but they're so <laughs> fucking dumb because they got high on coke and they get high on drugs before they go in and do it so they're juiced up and then the fucking getaway driver takes off as soon as the guns go and they kill paul mazursky well wasn't uh, the getaway it, driver jackie they, jr they kill, yeah, Jackie Jr. The, the, the guy they kill Paul Mazursky and they shoot Furio in the thigh. They they almost sh- kill Furio. They kill a made guy and shoot another made guy. Yeah, yeah. But and, Tony's and, was they got caught in the act and they went they gave up and they were like we right. like your balls and that was like a sweet right. story and they're like yeah they're fucking killing people they with just shotguns up so bad yeah. they're so stupid and uh, that scene where Paul Mazursky like, you guys better think about this shut the fuck up ah! I don't know. And they shoot him. Yeah. And then it's just like, it's just so stupid. And he goes and, and stays then, with uh, Omar from The Wire. Yeah, Omar from The Wire. But the best part. What's his name? Michael Williams? Michael. Kenneth Williams? Kenneth Michael, Michael Kenneth Williams. Williams. But that again, like I said, HBO. Yeah. You watch The Sopranos, you see people show up in HBO shows 20 years later. What? You're still working with HBO. I went back and I looked at, because I was looking for the next show I want to watch, because we talked about Borwick Empire, which I've seen two thirds of. And I yeah. liked it, but and, I was like, I don't really need the feel. I don't feel the need to continue with that show. Well, Boardwalk Empire, uh, the do- the wife, the lesbian wife, is the- was in Sopranos. One of her first jobs was she's the roommate was Meadow when they're having dinner together, and they yeah. talk about why that book isn't about a gay man. It's not about oh, gay. Everything's be gay. Everything's gonna be fags with you, and they're like, and they're but like, the writer Whoa. said he was gay. No, no, it's like. Come on. It's, it's, it's the Catholic bullshit of, I don't care well, about your proof. Funny, no. This show, though, this show was trying to tell us something, and we ignored it. This show saw the woke culture coming. 
these college educated children who are awful people and who got into the powers that be and they're all politically correct but you saw the blue hair people and the fat dykes or fat lesbians who are just awful people in general who hate everything and you have to respect their space and all this shit and do this free if i want to molest you i'll molest you well sorry we're talking about damn right just like the employee of the month with with Dr. Melfi. Oh, I thought you were talking about uh, Dane Cook. I'm sorry. Yeah. Dane Cook. No, but remember the episode where Dr. Melfi gets raped and they never come back to that one? They did for two to three episodes. A, a huge shout out to Peter because he died. Bogdanovich. He died early, earlier last yeah. year, I want to say. Whatever. Peter Bogdanovich died of his own, died from his own farts because he loved to sniff his own farts. <laughs> No, that guy's I, ego is the size I, of okay, California. Okay, I will not disagree, but also, I liked him in the show. Oh, he's good, yeah, the show is fine. We always laughed when he was in his ascot. We'd always make fun of him when he shows up on the show. Oh, shut up, Pete. Yeah, but he, his whole family's like that. But his his role in the show was him. Yeah. All he wanted to do, eventually, it degraded to, and she still stayed with him. Let's talk about Tony. Let's talk yeah, about that gangster. And she would call him out in his shit. And that's when I really loved her character. Lorraine Bracco's character was calling out Elliot on his bullshit. All you want to do is talk about him because he's famous. Get your news worth. You get your fucking chub yeah. off this way. And she's just calling him out. And I'm like, yes. But yes, her rape goes nowhere. Yeah. But I think that was on purpose. At least that's how I felt watching it in real time. Because she has the obvious setup of here I am with a gangster who could kill him. And as soon as she tells Elliot that, I go, she's not going to. And she never yeah. does. Yeah. And she yeah. almost does. And is like, no, nothing else to say. That's the whole point. And then it moves yeah, on. That was, that was yeah, that's what I'm saying. Was it. Yeah. It, it was really effective to me. I, I like yeah. that. No, it was. And I remember being so angry. He's like, fuck, get that guy. Kill him. Kill him. Get Tony to kill him. Do it for you. He'll do it in a second. And she was especially vulnerable because she got back yeah. together with her ex-husband then. Yeah. Who, like, victim blamed her. Why were you yeah. walking in the... Right. I can't, like, if, oh, God forbid, who I don't believe in, but I'm just saying that. If my wife were ever, this ever happened to my wife, oh, yeah. oh, no, no, why no, the yeah. fuck would I, I would never say, why were no. you no, anything? No, yeah. The person would be dead. Yeah, that person would be dead. I would I would spend the rest of my life tracking that yeah. guy down. It, it, it would be death wish I would, times a thousand. Or death uh, death sentence, the yeah, Kevin Bacon movie. If, even if, like, anybody, anybody that I knew that that happened to, they're dead. Like, I, I will make it a point to go find them, and that would be that. But like, I think that's, that's kind of the point that. of the scene is he's helpless because he's not that kind of guy. So he instead he goes, I can't, and he blames himself. So he goes, why were you even in that? Like he's doing that sort right. of rationale. Sure, yeah, yeah. So it works for that well, he's character. Playing, he's playing the, the, the typical educated, overeducated. It's not even beta male. What's upper, below beta? Upper middle, upper middle class male. Let's say zeta he, male. I don't it's even... a beta. It's a beta. He's, no, he's a that's sub beta, man. He's just a pussy. He's a pussy. That's sub beta. That's not even like laying it's back and well, watching. I think that that's is beta. That's basically beta. Uh, no. A male feminine. A male feminist. That's, that's... who pretends to be it. What's the next letter in the Greek alphabet? And the... he's uh, alpha, zeta, beta, omega. Alpha, beta, alpha, Charlie. Alpha, beta, zeta. <laughs> I don't even know. Tango, foxtrot, kilo. So after beta, beta, it's um... gamma. That doesn't help me. How do I say that? Clitter, clitter, gamma, gamma, 
then Delta. Oh, Let's say Delta. Alpha, Beta, Gamma, Delta. Oh, that, that makes sense. Delta. Yeah. And then Epsilon. And then Zeta. Epsilon! Excelsior! I'll say he's a Delta male. That guy. Delta. There you go. That, that works. Because you're not yeah. helping. You're actually making it worse for the person. You're not handling your shit. Oh, and, and that was another great episode uh, where Tony Tony comes into the bar, a busy restaurant, and he's with a girlfriend, and then uh, 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 the Vesuvio. Well, that this was some other place in New York, and and, and um, God, Melfi's there, and Melfi's with her husband, and she can't get a table, and he's there, he gets her oh, table. Yeah. But then the next de- night they come back in, and the 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 concierge is like, "Oh, Mr. Soprano, I haven't seen you in so long, Mrs. Soprano, how, how are you?" He was just there the night before with his like yeah. big titted whore. He's fucking well, so on the side. It's the Sopranos, or sorry, it's the Goodfellas. Friday night was for the yeah. girlfriends. Saturday night's for the wives. For the wives, <laughs> it's the same know. exact scene, just different. <laughs> like, and then every, everybody made fun of um, my second one of my favorite characters, Bobby Baklava. I love Bobby. They made, they made fun of him because he didn't have a gumar because he loved his wife so much and he never wanted to cheat on her. And they made fun of him because of that because they're just a bunch of fucking alpha male super testosterone assholes kind of what i liked about it was they would go you know bobby didn't have a gamar and they'd sit there and they go good for him like quietly and they go "Ah, no but no no, the the actors would just be like yeah that's a good man now that come on how do you know they would just speak out loud how they're supposed to be feeling but they had a split second there where they're like really that's impressive like oh come on bobby (laughs) like that, that was another great one. He, he, but he fucks Janice. So, well, Tony, I get in the show, he was wearing a fat suit. Bobby Baklava. For the first couple of seasons. Because he's really big. He wasn't that big. They made him look that big. He, he's a bigger guy, but he wasn't that big. Really? So I guess he, he did wear a fat suit a little bit. Because like, he was really big in the first few episodes that he's in. Yeah. So I get, I think he was wearing the fat suit, if I'm correct. And Because he's a he's a great... He, He's with Michael Imperioli. They do a show talking about the Sopranos, and they did a tour, like talking. They wrote a book together too. So there's a book out there that they wrote about the Sopranos and about their stories. Michael and because like they're literally and my two favorite characters. Those two Chir- guys, Chirpa, Daniel Chirpa, or it's that's Michael, fine. I'm Michael and Bobby. Yeah, Baklava. Like the, they they about. they were on Joe Rogan together talking. I, about I don't want to listen to Joe Rogan though. Well, they, they were talking, and, and Michael Imperioli is very quiet, but he's very, very... Yeah. He seems very shy, yes. Michael Imperioli early, and he's very quiet and very thoughtful. That's and why I love like, I love actors yeah. like that, because he has to play a guy who's yeah. just screaming. Yeah. Because... He's just a psycho. Oh. Well, he's a psychopath. Yeah. He just kill, kill, kill on a whim. Like when he kills poor Tim Daly, he goes to season <laughs> that one night, and I, was like, I hated Christopher when he killed him. He just shot him in for no reason. And I was like, what a fucking he was out his way out the door before he turned around and killed Tim Daly. And and then when they killed when they they fucked up that waiter, remember that one scene where it's Polly and Chris they're at dinner and the waiter they don't pay the bill because the waiter pissed them off and the waiter comes outside he, they throw a rock at him or a brick and hits him in the head and he, he's yeah. having like a seizure. This guy's fucked up. Oh fuck! And then... we, we gotta go. <laughs> Let's get out of here. That's what away. I kind of what we're getting to earlier is the the relationship between Paulie and Christopher is really complicated, but also very similar. Yeah, and they even so. realize after when the hell was that? They have a point where they make up because they're about to kill each other, and they go, right. 
they have to apologize, and Paulie's actually the one that makes the first move, and I didn't expect that because Paulie seems really stuck in his ways. Yeah. Paulie's like, we got to let bygones be bygones, and they're in the, they're in the bada bing. And Christopher's like, yes, thank you. <laughs> like, we got to let this shit go. Like, I love you too much for this to, you know, this to go any further. It's pointless. Now, aid. aid. Oh, it was the when they were stealing the power tools. Oh, is that okay? It was when they were stealing the power tools from, it was in the last season. Right before Christopher dies. Now, on the show, uh, let's, let's be uh, gross uh, uh, frat boys for a minute. Don't Who's about the Adriana. hottest chick from The Sopranos? Is it Aid? No. She's like or is it, is it Falco? No, I'm going with a girl from uh, where, um, where Dreams oh, May Come. Annabelle Shearer? Oh, no, yeah, she's beautiful. In, that, in this show, I'm going no, with I'm, her. Not physically wise, yeah. Not personality wise. The the Russian girl is up there. Uh, Yeah, the Russian girl. I always was like, yeah. I almost like the Russian girl with one leg. Let's be creepy guys here. The Russian girl with one leg that Tony fucks and gets divorced over. You feel sorry for a whore that fucks you. (laughs) I I feel like we need to be more focused here. Well, Meadow, I always hated Meadow. I never like. I hated the kids. I hated. Anthony Jr. Meadow is Always nothing hated. compared to AJ. Well, I <clears throat> hated Meadow. I hated Meadow because she just would make it. She would make a point to just hurt Edie Falco's her mother's feelings every time. Yes. Like, oh, I thought we would have. We would where are go have tea at 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 the uh, Russian house, the tea house for years to come, and it would be a tradition. And you'd bring your daughter and my granddaughter just. Mom, that's all bougie. I don't want nothing yeah. to do with it. You're a bitch. And oh god, I, I ate Meadow. I watched every episode with subtitles on. Yes. So therefore, to. I made images of most of the main characters with sub- my own subtitles, if you will. Oh. Very so nice. this is what I was doing earlier this afternoon. Here's Meadows. Is this before or after the f- the nose job? Before. That is absolutely before. Look at that nose. Yeah. So for Meadow, yeah. I got complaints about injustice and got you voice. Yeah. That's all she that's fucking it. did. She did that a lot. Yeah. I do have everyone else, but let's. I'll come up with them uh, <clears throat> as we talk about them. I did um, the FBI characters. No, no, that was the one of the hottest girls. Was the was the FBI agent that was married to Will Arnett? Yes. The, Why like, was she yeah, constantly yeah. in a bra getting ready in front of a baby? Because she's hot and she can get away with it because it's the Sopranos. I like the fact that she's in those scenes for with her bra and then when it didn't make sense to have her in a bra anymore, someone else took over. Right. <laughs> like, some older lady came up and, and tries to be friends with Adriana. And I'm like, yeah. come on. And they just pull everybody away and just they basically make Adriana come in and be a stoolie. I don't have uh, I don't have her saved, obviously. I have uh, m- the main characters from the family. Oh, well, one of the hottest women on that show was when he went to Italy and he saw the uh, the, the, the matriarch. Nothing. Well, she for was me. hot. I I can see why Tony's attracted to her, but for me, I was like, mm. well, I like I like a little. A little color and spice to a woman. Well, clearly I do too. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> if she's from Hawaii, it doesn't count. It's not. It's not the Mediterranean. <laughs> Does that not count? Hawaii's bah. 
Hawaii is that alien cartoon movie. Wow. Um, <laughs> that doesn't make Lilo any and sense. Stitch. Lilo and Stitch is from Hawaii. <clears throat> so is Moana. That girl's got an ass. She's not from Hawaii, though. She's from the... Yeah, she's you know, from Guam or something. No, it's uh, the Polynesian Islands. Yeah, something like that. It was Northern Pacific. Northern but, Island. okay, so, yeah, the kids are annoying as fuck, and they both are coming at it from a different perspective, which I kind of appreciate, but also hate both those kids because they both know their dads too. in the mob. In the yeah. first two seasons, they have those conversations between the siblings. Right. Do you not realize what dad is? That part was fun. Yeah. But then they do not discuss it again. No. And I was like, I really wish they were learning this together. And that was part of the show is, oh, sh- like a, they see the newspaper when Tony gets arrested or someone. Well, and- I, they, they go into it with, with AJ because when he gets older, he, he gets used more. And like they, they want AJ because AJ's, oh, you're, you're dad's Tony Soprano. So you're like connected. We should yeah. hang out. And, and he sees like. And I part- like that one episode where he's going out with the, the clubs. real rich people, yeah, and that his girlfriend is in like a lives in a giant mansion, and that's just one of their houses. Like those are the real rich people, and they're just kind of like you slumming to say, "Oh, I'm hanging out with a gangster because it's cool." Like they don't like him. I actually like thought his girlfriend there did like him, but his friends I always did not. Felt like I always Paul Dano was one of his friends. Paul Dano was in no. the Sopranos. Yes, Paul Dano is one no. of his friends. He is in a Soprano episode, getting high with AJ. He's one of the kids in the dorm or something. I can almost swear Paul Dano is. Oh in my the god, Soprano. he is. Yes, yeah, you know what's Dano. funny is I go. I was sitting there watching it. Here's why I said no so many times. Paul Dano's in my top five. Well, I know that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's why you brought it up. Another, but also, another connection. Yeah. I watched it, and I'm going to go, that kid looked a lot like Paul Dano, but it's not him. It's Paul Dano. And then I moved on yeah. with my mind. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Now, yeah. hearing that and seeing his picture here, no, I was, I was no, right. No, this is not how this was supposed to go. <laughs> no. That is the best. And Paul, AJ I, Soprano. God damn, I love Paul Dano. He's great. He is great. He's underrated as shit. He's my new Matthew Lillard. Yeah. Matthew Lillard is another guy I talked about for 20 fucking years. Nobody listened to me. And now we see all these appreciation posts about well, him. Now, I'm now, like, oh, where the fuck were now, you? They're going to give him his Oscar for most appreciative actor. No, just like people like, remember I brought up him in one of the first episodes of this show. <laughs> like, I love Matthew Lillard. And people are like, why? I'm like, the guy's fucking great. What are you talking about? Yeah, look at his philosophy. He's great. Yeah. He's but it was back, you know, during the Scooby-Doo era. I'm like. Yeah, the guy's he great. Come for, on. That's for money. Like the fuck. I know. You do. I do for money. Fuck you. And he it's he worked job, perfectly for that man. movie. I don't care. Yeah, he's fine. He's for kids. Fun. It's for kids. Okay. So James Gunn wrote those movies for God's sake. Now look at his career. He's fine. His career's on fire. That fucking guy. Here's what I have for AJ. Let me pull up this oh. image. Which was from earlier or newer AJ? Because he was a fat little bitch in his youth, and he was a skinnier kid as he got. Why am I so sad for him? That's what I prefer, yeah. AJ. There, there is no God. Hey, he reads one I'm book a... and is like, you know what? Fuck everything. Yeah, no, he's because he's an idiot. He's just an idiot. It's so he's so stupid. And I love the part where I'm gonna put you through your goddamn window or through the fucking wall. What is it? What is the? Tony, oh, oh, that was one of the best episodes of Sopranos. It was when he go, when when he goes into the when he goes into the Melfi, and the first the cut is the cut is I think I hate my son. 
It's that rub. I think I hate my son. I think I hate my son. And there's a scene where he's just looking at his. He's looking at AJ, and you can see he's just like, he hates him so much. This hate is rising in him, and he's just like, I wish I could kill this kid. And it's like, I agree, you should. Well, here's what I wrote for uh, Doctor Doctor Melfi. Oh yeah. Trying to decide if she's a part of the actual show, decide to stay silent to avoid suspicion. It's not uh, not wrong. Didn't it feel like she was not on The Sopranos? Well, you know, she was originally Edie Falco's part. And she didn't want to do that because she didn't want to be the... She did that in Goodfellas. She didn't want to be the, the mobster's wife again. Yeah, so I, I said, could see I'll why. Be, I'll be Dr. Melfi because I get to sit down the whole time. But she's barely in the show, and I'm like, I like her. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I was like, oh yeah, he's still going to her because she wouldn't. He wouldn't visit her for like seven episodes in a row. Yeah, that's the like the the weird side of me. Sometimes I like older women, and Doctor Melfi, kind of sexy. Uh, Lorraine Bracco as Doctor Melfi, kind of hot. I kind of <laughs> always thought, you know what? I'd rather do her than Edie Falco. <laughs> Don't you want to just scream at her though? Oh, absolutely, all the time. Screams through Mary Marinara. He's a fan. <laughs> by the way, you nailed that. By the way, oh so yeah, you know. I've seen that so many times. What the fuck? Uh, I don't care. What the fuck? You know, good. He was a good earner. He was. He was my best earner. Here's and what then, I wrote for Bobby. Son, when his son shits himself in the shower, Bobby decides he will stick dick in. <laughs> 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 I hate I hate him uh, so much. When what is when she slubs her way over to his house when his wife dies? She just she died. Just, oh, I hate her so. I hate Janet. That's her big ziti that she hate her. Her last big ziti. Yeah. Oh, she's the whole time worse. she's like four episodes in a row. She's like, eh? no. I wrote, and then she's dating that with the Jesus freak for a couple of seasons. The narcoleptic Jesus freak. The narcoleptic, she's with one Frank. Of the, funny, the Jesus one of the freak. Funniest the funniest bit is when he comes in. Hey, have you heard the news? <laughs> when Tony wakes up, Jesus Christ. That's right. You're right. You heard the news. You, that's right. <laughs> that, that's one of the best. Such a great running gag. Yeah. For fucking, for so long. And then all of a sudden, the payoff is, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> oh, just brilliant. Yeah, and great. That's why this show, that's why this show is so, but the problem was, toward the end, they had a lot of dream sequence stuff. I, like not even toward the end. Dream. Most of them well, were in the, the beginning. beginning. Yeah, most of the show is, yeah. And that's Terrence Winter. And that's because Terrence Winter does Boardwalk Empire. Boardwalk Empire is a similar function. There's a lot of that dream sequence. A lot of George Young shit going on where you're like, okay, I get it. You went, You went to college. We get it. You're playing the union shit. I get it. The red book. Thank you. Move on. Freud bullshit. Like, you're smart. I get it. I want to see Tony whack some people. Let's get into that. Let's see Tony whack some guys. I was amazed in the first three seasons. I could count how many deaths on screen there were in, like, yeah. in both hands. Right. There's and a lot. And then They're after for, that. And that's it. Yeah, not, not much. Good they, fucking. They, no, after that, I'm like, no idea. They no, start because well, New York gets involved and everyone's dead. Well, at the end, because they have the war, 
the yeah. war happens. I'm saying, like, Frank I couldn't Vincent. keep track after that. Yeah, they kill uh, everybody, yeah. But Tony doesn't kill his first guy until the end of season two, I think it is. He goes, they, him and his AJ, or him and Meadow go to tour college, and he kills that one yeah. guy in witness protection. That's, that's, for, that's first season. Yeah, but the, and that was his first rat. kill. It was way late, and then yeah. he doesn't kill another person yeah. until the... I don't think he kills well, another he kills person. Pussy. Until pussy. He, he kills. He kills pussy. Yeah. And he kill. He kills. Um... Oh, speaking of pussy. Oh, what's his? What's his? Uh, mean. <laughs> well, it's gone. It's not here. This is oh, his subtitle. We're gonna, sh- we're gonna show a picture. Contemplates his yo-yo betrayal. <laughs> he spent a season and a half going. I love Tony. I love to. You know what? Right, yeah. Fuck Tony. Fuck Tony. Yeah. You know I love the guy. He he does a lot for me. <laughs> He's my friend. What do you, what do you want from me? That was that was actually a good season too because like when he talked to AJ and then he goes to the bathroom and just cries. Oh yeah, that episode that's a great one. There's, there's, oh, there's so much. There's so many good. The the fucking food poisoning one is great with with uh, when he decides to, to kill food, him and she she goes uh, the fucking Indian food that is so racist. Uh, Meadow gets pissed off and then they have those those cartoon fart noises. <laughs> It's like the so obvious cartoon fart noises, which almost cheapens it, but also it's genius because it's so fucking funny. But it's like borderline cartoony, where you're just like, is that like, do they really need to have the. Didn't it it feel like that's just how James Gandolfini was that that week when they shot that episode? I think that was him actually. I don't want to do. Oh, God! And he left the scene and was like, yeah, that worked really well. And then. And then uh, uh, Vesuvio, uh, no, that, that was not me. I did not do that. I, I, that, that come, on, I, come on now. I, I didn't do it. You fucking poisoned me, you son of a you fucker. I didn't do it. Hey, I feel vindicated. Story familiarity. Artie? I, uh, yeah, Artie, Artie uh, who's in a bunch of movies, too. That guy. He's in Copland. A bunch of stuff. Yeah, he's in Copland, too. But he's in, he was in another movie where, oh, I forgot what it is. Never mind. But he's in it. He's really good in it. But it's like he doesn't play that part at all. Uh, bitches about bitching while denying bitching. This yeah. is her CGI head. This I had to, I had to use head. this still because I was like, okay, I know and she's dying. Oh, I couldn't. I freaked the fuck bitch. out when they showed this scene. I was like, ah, stop it. Oh, that outfit is Until insane. I yeah. saw this CGI uh, a monstrosity in the last shot of the show. Oh right, I me. Mean, how's the computer? That's his. That's his suntan. It, no, did you not see the cat? Oh no, I didn't see the cat. Go back. The CGI cat. Oh. I was like, why is this CG? Oh, it's so creepy looking. Oh, I, I can't tell from this picture. It looks like it's there. No, it's it's awful. Wow, really? That's kind of odd. I wonder what that that must mean. Something again. You, you gotta go deep in these because they like to go that esoteric visual. Like the cat means Paulie's gonna die, but he doesn't know it yet because it's vanity. I don't know. Something, something Greco-Roman, uh, mytho- mythical callback to oh, this is the the Euclid theory of of damnation. Like, what? Shut up! Oh, I want to show the CGI cat here if I can. If you can move it, oh, it's, good luck with that. Still, they'll they'll come down with a fury with you. HBO has the power. They do. I'm talking about the power. 
I just want to see if it's on this YouTube clip here. The uh, Steve Buscemi's character was only in one season, right? Yeah. And he gets uh, Tony. It's Tony's cousin. And I always felt like Tony. Tony does a mercy killing on him because Frank Vincent wanted to torture him, like really mutilate yeah. him. And he, he finds him and kills him quick, puts him out of his misery because he's not going to make it. Yeah, it's if Steve Buscemi wants to be a legit guy. They spend way too much time with his uh, stuff with the Korean, farmer. the Korean uh, yeah. uh, laundromat guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like this. He lucks out and gets this lucky deal. Well, he gets a bag. He finds a bag of drug money that somebody just throws out, and they find it in the street. And he takes that and he buys his business or whatever. But then he then he, he builds it all somebody. up, the whole inside, and then he beats the shit out of that guy and knocks yeah. him to the koi pond, kills a bunch of fish. Yeah, and then yeah. he just like uh, he's already been killing people for the for New York, and then he just keeps doing that, and then Tony has to be like. Shut up with a shotgun in his little house there when he's in hiding. And... Well, I thought it was because Frank Vincent wanted to kill him. Yeah, because he killed uh, Frank Vincent's brother. Right, yeah. because And he's going to catch him, and he's going to torture him. Yeah. And he's going to make it per- And that's why Tony is basically mercy killing him. Yeah. Because he knows eventually they're going to find him. If he can find them, Frank Vincent's going to find them, and that's it. And so he just... Because I remember that episode where he, he just, he's like... He waits for him to walk through the, through the rickety screen door, and he's Boom! Blows him with a sh- double barrel shotgun, just in the face, just blows back. Yeah, and then he calls That's Frank it. Vincent. And he calls he calls Jackie or no, uh, what's his name? Johnny Sachs. Uh, Johnny Sachs, and he goes, "Here he is. Here's his location." And then uh, Frank Vincent shows up, and then he's like, "Ready to go in the door?" And he's like, "Yeah." And immediately cuts the. That won't do it, Tony. That didn't do it. <laughs> that didn't cut it. He's not yeah. happy. <laughs> Johnny Sachs. Yeah. <laughs> He's he's angry. You already killed him. And Giant Saxon is and his fat wife. Oh yeah. Who he loved no matter what. He doesn't even like, care about care. the weight. What are you doing? What are you know? I thought you were because she caught her eating candy bars. When he catches when her he down in the basement, back, like Oh, that was the funniest <laughs> shit. I thought he was gonna kill her, and I'm like, all right, and no, he just lets her go. No, but it showed the nice side of Johnny Sachs. He's like, no, he loves his wife. He yeah. really, like he really does. He genuinely loves his him wife. Him and Bobby. Yeah, like he generally does. And he's like, no, I never, I always loved you. It doesn't matter how big you are. I think you're beautiful. And very sweet stuff. It's just, yeah, why not? And then, <laughs> oh, God, his daughter gets married. And they get pissed off because he cries when he's pulled away. Fucking, fucking Johnny crying like that. Fucking pussy. Can we? Unbelievable. I, this I want to talk about, especially leading into the, what's his name? Oh, maybe, uh Jai Sack uh, Carmine or no no the the the, the, the gay Carmine's son the gay character the idiot in Florida oh Vito Vito uh, let's save Vito. that for part B oh yeah no Vito Vito I can talk about for two hours yeah that Vito I Johnny, and I love you Johnny Cakes Johnny Sacks crying let's yeah. save that for our second part yes because I think we're good here let's talk about the movie and get that out of the way. Right. Well, Many Sense in New York is a prequel. Yes. And it stars uh, Tony Soprano is played by James Gandolfini's son. son, who does a good job. He does. He's a good actor. He's actually a good actor. He's barely yeah. in it. He's not in a lot, but but uh, John Berthnall's in it. and they, I saw him in interviews, and they did, he looks like a, like a nice guy. Like, he just, everybody loves him, and like all the actors that were really, the camaraderie was there, you can tell. 
and like I remember John. Everyone Barron loves who? Like uh, John Barron, uh, Tony Soprano's kid. Uh, oh, they love him. Okay, Daniel Feeney, uh, whatever his name is, I can't remember what my head. But you, you think like, oh, it's nepotism, but it works because like he is an actor. He looks like he him must, too, and he looks like him, and it works because he he talks he talks like him. He pulls his dad, and it's kind of weird because like he, his dad died when he was like thirteen. Here's like how I know it worked personally. Yeah. I watched the movie. I go, that kid was barely in it, but I, I liked him a lot. Yeah. Let's read the trivia. That was his fucking son. I had no idea son, until yeah. afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. how I know it worked. Right. Yeah. Um, no. And he does a good job. And it's a good, it's uh it's a decent movie. I remember I watched it on HBO Max when it came. I didn't go to the theater because I had HBO Max when it, it streamed, you know, basically the day of release, which was awesome because that was COVID gave me a gift in that because shit, you just watch yeah. movies from home. That was great. But uh, I remember watching it and being like, cause everybody kind of talked shit on it. It's not a bad movie. It's it's fine. It's not it's, amazing. It's a solid it, six. It's serviceable. Yeah, it's it's a fine movie. The the main actor, Castor Troy's Paul Troy's great. I like him a lot. He's very good. I'm in glad it. you mentioned that because I was waiting for him to come up. I thought I would be the one to say Paul Troy, but you here you are. Ooh. I named my dog Paul Troy after this actor. That's right. No, it's Pinky. Bye bye, bro. Ooh. I love Pollux Troy in the movie Face Off more than Nick Cage. So and, Alessandro and, Nivola and is is that movie? What is, to me. Yeah, what's his name? Because I cannot remember his name to save my life. Alessandro Nivola. Alexander. I remember his first name, but never his last name. I'm looking on IMDb right now. But the guy is in a bunch of movies. You don't recognize him. No. In Pollux Troy, he looks like a very, very <laughs> white man with curly hair. Yeah. In the rest of the movies, he's like an Italian dude. That's what he is. Yeah, he, and he's Italian. He's 100 percent Italian. But the That's guy crazy. is so fucking good in Face Off, and in fact, he has his IMDb is known for is Many Saints of Newark number one. He didn't know he signed on to this movie not knowing he was playing the main character because he's just like, because you hear the yeah, Sopranos ensemble. prequel, you're thinking I'm playing Christopher's dad, I'm playing right. uh, Dicky Moltisanti. Okay, I'm probably right. in a couple scenes. Right. Oh, I'm the main character. Okay, <laughs> I had no idea. I love that about him. He just signed out already and just didn't realize. Because he only got uh, his the, scenes, a couple scenes. Uh, I love the fact that Ray Liotta plays twins. Yes, and, I will talk about that he, in a second. And he kills one of them. Uh, Alessandro's next, American Hustle. He plays Anthony Amato, Disobedience, and then Face Off. Pollux Troy. But his character, Pollux Troy, when he has that scene with uh, when uh, Castor visits him in prison, and Pollux is like, hey, what is my medication? Yeah. He talks yeah. like this the whole time. Mm-hmm. And he dies and, and Travolta has to tie his shoes together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like a child. and scenes fit like a condom. <laughs> but I love his his childlike innocence, but then in that one scene, he's severely suspicious. He's like, did yeah. you change faces with a federal agent, bro? And I'm like, yeah. how the fuck did you? So when, I got, when, we, when he got our new dog there, Pollux, He's in the back seat and he's like, huh, what are you guys doing? And he's like figuring us out. And I'm like, this motherfucker's like Pollux Troy. He's got Pollux Troy disease. He just he knows what we're doing up here. His pinky paw went up. Hi, yeah. Bro. He's got that weird thumb thing right here. Bye, bro. He's got this. What? Hey, what are you guys doing? Now, you, you're taking me somewhere else. And also, he was he's the, the guy in Jurassic Park 3. He's the main uh, guy, and you don't even realize that until you see the movie. Billy Brennan. And, Billy, and I guess at the time, 
because I remember Sam Neill was talking about in the in the interviews. They said, you know, oh, you're going to be the franchise. It's going to continue. Do you think after this movie? And he goes, I don't know. He says, I think they want to continue it with him, that character, because he was like the kind of the action hero in that movie. So can you imagine if he ended up getting a Jurassic Park franchise? Yeah. If they never bring it back because Jurassic Park 3 sucks so bad that it's uh, one of those movies that just no one wants to talk about. And well, you get rid of, you bring back Sam Neill, but you get rid of the main creative voice of that franchise. What the fuck else is going to happen? Who's the main voice? Spielberg. Spielberg? Yeah. He's gone yeah. for three. No, no, he, oh, yeah, long gone. So he they're like, oh, Spielberg. Sam Neill saved this. You're like, you fucking crazy. So apparently I heard some interesting trivia about that the other day. I guess the Lost World was pretty much like wham, bam, shoot it, run, forget it kind of a movie. And I guess originally it wasn't supposed to end in San Diego. They were going to say that for the third movie. But then Spielberg lost interest. Yeah, "Yeah, let's just do it in this one and get over with this. I'm I'm sick of this movie. I don't want to do these anymore. So he's like, I'm done with this. I don't need to come back. And this is Spielberg during my personal preference, his prime. At this point? Yeah. I'm trying to think. what uh, Jurassic Park 3 came out in 2001. So that was uh, AI. AI uh, yeah, was 2001. Miami. Well, yeah, no. AI. Uh, um, um, no, but you get yeah, Amistad. You get. Jurassic Park was 2001, though. Jurassic Park, Park? Jurassic Park 3. Okay. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Sorry, I was like, Jurassic, what the fuck? Because Jurassic Park is 93. Shows this is 93. No, but 97 was Amistad. And then you get yeah, like 90. Amistad. You get a little later. Eventually you get, you know, Minority Report in the, in the early 2000s. Yeah. Well, you get Minority Report. And then you get Munich. Munich. But that little like Jurassic Park movies. to Munich is like my favorite. I don't know. I don't, yeah. No, I, I would say you're right. I'm not a big early, early Spielberg fan, really. I don't like Close Encounters that I, much. I can't. I kind of like him more than that era. You do, yeah, but I'm, you yeah, and Adam. I'm more, of, I'm more of the yeah. I'm more of the proto Spielberg. I, I just yeah. But I, I love Jaws, except for Indiana Jones. I just don't love Indiana Jones. Love Duel. Loved his his Night Gallery episode. But I, I, I this is it. my era of Spielberg. Yeah, I, I say no, Jurassic I, Park to Munich is. It's a good. It's a good era. Is a great era. And he hasn't recovered since. And since Munich, shit. I've watched like two of his movies. Didn't like. I never him. watched. Yeah, I never the Terminal. Watched Terminal was dumb. And that was the year after Munich, I believe. Two thousand four. No, Munich was two thousand five. Was it Munich two thousand three? No, Munich was two thousand five. Oh no! It was, it was the same year as Revenge of the Sith because it came out. Okay, Christmas, then what the when the, the Terminal come out? Terminal was two thousand four, I think. Okay, yeah, before what the I have no explanation then. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 2004. Don't check that. Oh, like, Terminal. I'm pretty sure it's 2004. Because this was the point where Spielberg was making a movie a year. Like, he was basically, he was making them quite a lot at this point. Uh, Terminal, 2004. Tom Hanks. Munich was, okay. Yeah, 2005 yeah, I, probably, I believe. I know you. for a fact, uh, yeah, 2005. That sounds about right. Munich. But how Munich. is Terminal that shitty and Munich that great? And, and just is confusing to me. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, I, I just, I think it's just the script. It's the story. It's like who cares? It's it's Spielberg trying to do a 1940s movie. But the movie fucking sucks. I, I hate. Did you ever see? I hate uh, it. Bridge of Spies. No, 
Because after uh, after Munich, it turns out, I thought it was I thought it was the other one that started it, but it turns out it was Munich, and I love Munich, and I saw it in the theater, and I was yeah. like, that's a great movie. Oh yeah, no, yeah, I love. And then Munich after that, too. I just didn't give. I, the last one I saw after that was 2008 with Indiana Jones four, and I go, nope, well, that, done yeah, that with you, bad. done yeah. with you, sir. I have not seen a single. I don't think I've seen a single Spielberg movie since then. I liked Lincoln. Didn't see it. I like Lincoln. I gave it a seven. Didn't see Rin Tin Tin. I saw Rin the Adventures of Tin. Actually, the Adventures of Tin Tin, the action set set pieces are pretty amazing. I didn't see Horse because Fuckers. I, think, I didn't see Horse War Horse either. Horse Fuckers is what I call it. Horse, horse Fuckers Incorporated. Yeah, that's what I'm going off. I didn't see yeah, the fucking uh, West Side Story remake. I didn't watch that either. I, I, I didn't, didn't watch, watch Bridge of Spies. I didn't watch I the. Watched the post. I, watched, I didn't watch. I didn't, the, I didn't watch the post. I have no interest in watching the post. I didn't watch anything after Indiana Jones four. Bridge of Spies is isn't terrible. It's not a bad movie, but it's just kind of boring. Did Mark Ryland deserve the Oscar? Is the question. Yes. Okay. Yes. There you go. Mark Ryland's great, but the movie looks like it sucks. Well, the, the movie looks like Janos Kaminsky shot it. It looks like Minority Report, but in the sixties. And it's like got the same look, the same sepia tone look, the same just that 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 color correction that he does, that silver nitrate look that he does. Janusz Kaminski does like in every movie now with Spielberg. So it looks like the he skipped the silver nitrate negative and and like Three Kings it worked with. Right. Yeah. 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 But that movie's way fucking better than most Spielberg movies, if you ask me. And David Russell, I hate most. I fucking hate David Russell, but I love Three Kings. Though I don't know, Dana Russell makes me laugh just because he's out of his mind crazy. But still, it's just like the man will you, call Lily Tomlin a cunt to her face. You see, I mean, you gotta watch those those tapes are amazing. I watched those, the Lily fun. Tomlin one where she's throwing shit in oh. a desk, going, "Do not call oh. me that." And he th- and he hits somebody like he throws a book and hits somebody. I don't know if it was an extra or it was some person and who got beamed with him throwing shit. Speaking of Alessandro. uh Nivola, he's in American Hustle, a movie that is dumb as shit. And I hate that movie. I hate that movie's movie. dumb as shit. It felt like everyone was pretending so hard. Oh, I guess uh, uh, the original writer for American Hustle, I guess they interviewed him and they, and they said like, well, you know, because it's a big movie, David Russell, Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence, and this is them when they were in their prime. And the guy was like, well, it was good until David o. Russell rewrote the whole script and ruined it, but whatever. I can see and, that being a good movie. I really can. And it, it, it happened because, like, you see the mop movie when he did that, uh, the mop movie with, with Jennifer Lawrence, because he's worked with Jennifer Lawrence like 50 times. The what movie? The mop movie, Joy. It's about oh, a, yeah, the yeah. The woman yeah. who made I, the I did mop, see Joy. Uh, I didn't, she, I thought you were saying Mott, M-O-T. Oh, no, no, Mop, the Mop, Mop movie. M-O-P, yeah, the, the real-life story, the and it's like, where, yeah. yeah. Jennifer Lawrence is really good in that movie, though. Yeah. But the movie but sucks. The movie sucks, and the person who wrote it said the same thing. It was a great script, and then David O. Russell came in and rewrote it, and that's nothing like what that the movie was supposed to be. They say Problem is, like, American Hustle had all this Oscar buzz. Yeah. It's a decent movie. But Jennifer right. Lawrence sucks in it. Yes. Because she's like a 20-year-old playing an adult, and she feels like she's playing dress dress up. It just, yeah, it, just like, yeah, it yeah, does yeah. not Bowman. work. Yeah, just like Jay Bauman said. I always look at Jennifer Lawrence and think she's a, she's a kid playing dress up in adult clothes. 
I, I wrote that before I saw their review, and I'm like, right, so yeah, that's yeah. part of the reason I like that show so much. I'm like, that's exactly what I was saying. Yeah. It's, it oh, yeah, feels yeah, yeah. like that. It's, it's, it's true. Yeah. And, and I, then, uh, I did a review for it when it came out, and I was like, yeah, well, there you go. I'm not the only one. Okay, good. Because I like the movie. Right. Christian Bale's good in it, and yeah. uh, even uh, Birdley Cooper. Yeah, I like both of them, yeah. And she was fucking terrible. I just hated her. But and actually, she hasn't done anything in a while. She, I think she kind of got pride there because I think she kind of. Once you see her asshole in, in posts being leaked online. Oh, I love those pictures. She's fucking dirty. You know, she knows how to fuck. She's a dirty girl, that Jennifer Lawrence. It's weird those seeing an actress to go, I've seen your asshole. Like, those were, those were hacked personal. Photos to her I boyfriend feel at the time. So bad for and her, like, though. What a lucky man that that, that Nick. Not was her fault. Her. No, not at all. And and it's that. But again, if you're a fucking celebrity female, don't take nudes because they're going to leak. The technology is thus where someone can hack your phone so easily. It's not even funny. Like so, don't take nude pics. Don't it fucking happened to what's her name? Who looks snooty as shit? Uh, Scott Johansson. No, the she got hacked. Everybody got no. Hacked. She's not snooty. the The girl from Elizabeth Winstead. What's her name? Oh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Mary Elizabeth Winstead. She got nudes, and she. I like her reaction. Which is those are for my husband. If you want to look at those, you're a creep and have fun. I don't. I don't. That's was all that, she said. Was that her well, back when she was married to not you McGregor? I don't know who she's married to, but I like her reaction to it. She handled it like Nash, a fucking yeah. champ. She didn't Nash, go. I'm yeah. so. Why are you looking? She just went. Those are from my husband. You're a creep if you're looking at them. Have fun with them. I guess. I don't, I don't well, know what to say. I, I, I will have fun looking at them. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a creep. I guess I'm a creep. Call me creep. I don't care. So I the want- movie, a many saints of Newark. I I didn't realize how clever the title was until after I watched it, and I right, looked up yeah, the yeah. trivia because they explained what that means. Because Montesante means many saints, right? Yeah. In Italian, so many saints. And the, the Moltisantis of Newark. It's and, a clever title. It really does work. And they all have tragic endings. They all have this tragic murder death scenario. Yes. They never come out of it alive. The life kills them. Moltisanti family, which I found interesting. The reason I was so into the movie is because, like I said, Imperial Leone is the reason I watched the show. Excuse me, the show. So I'm sitting there watching. He's narrating. Yeah. And he's sitting there like trash talking Tony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love when they introduce uh, uh, his baby. And they go, here's Chris, baby Christopher. And Tony goes, right, yeah, yeah. how you yeah. doing, ne- uh, your nephew? Yeah. And, he's like, oh. and the mom, the Italian mom's like, babies can see things from the other side. He must know yeah. something. I'm like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That well, it part. Older. It was the old Italian woman. That's what I was trying to tell you that, that scene. I, I didn't ruin it because I told you that scene's going to pop up. I that didn't like that scene because it was way too yeah. obvious. Well, that's the thing. It's, it was like a. Two on the nose. It was a big fucking wink to the audience. And I'm like... I kill him later. My mom's sitting there watching and I go, it's because he kills him later. You get it? And she goes, oh, yeah. Because I was explaining the show to her. Oh, she's watching the movie? My mom can't flew watch, in the town on Saturday. I finished oh, this on hilarious. Monday and watched the movie there in front of her. Watch the, <laughs> now, mom, don't ask me questions. I can't tell you. No, but, she saw the last two and a half episodes of Sopranos and then she oh, saw God. this movie. Jesus, that's a that's a whirlwind. But I go, that's the reference there. It's really yeah. on the nose. Really on the nose. Right? I don't know what else to say to you. I'm sorry. Now, 
do you th- is Chris is it implied that Christopher Salte's mother is the girl that he killed on the beach? I the have big nose? some questions. They have the same nose. They have the same nose. I can we save this for part two? Yes, because we're gonna finish Sopranos and this movie in part two. Yeah, because I need to go watch some more episodes of Sopranos. Yes, to sort of get some because I haven't watched it in a long time. And also, I actually want to look into some stuff before we do part two. Because this okay. this is fully deserving of a part two. Yes, because we've bar- we haven't even discussed Joe Pantaleone in first nope. in the Sopranos. We haven't discussed. I have all these. I have a list of abandoned storylines here. We R- haven't Richie, talked about Richie Aprile, who's one of the best. Richie Aprile, Jackie Aprile Jr., Uncle Uncle Junior shooting Tony. Yes, in his mon- his monster face when he doesn't have teeth. Crazy! I told he my wife him. about that scene. I go, it's like a horror movie. He comes out and he has no teeth, and he's like in the shadows. He goes, ah! <laughs> shoots him because he thinks Tony's trying to kill him because he's really yeah. from the past. But he's it was the past because his mind's going. Well, let me show that while we're here. Gibasa, he says something. Oh! <laughs> Tony, Tony's reaction to getting shot. Ooh! Flashes back to the other time he's confused. <laughs> Here's my uh, Polly. Lists about a threat. <laughs> Here's uh, uh, Ralphie. Thinks about cheese grater on balls. He's smiling. He doesn't like to fuck. Mumbles and Al Pacino. Yeah, that was a great. <laughs> Mumbles and Al Pacino. That was a great like first season bit where he would do. He does it like six times. And then, and then you never see it again. It never comes back. Screams in heroin dialect. Christopher. Christopher. Cries while preparing meals. Carmella. And I battered in New Jersey accent. <laughs> Poor Dre Timoteo. Adriana. Adriana. Who oh. left the show to go do Joey. But then she showed up in uh, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, in, she's done that for a while. And oh, she, she works. The exact same role. Pretty much. Well, that's all she's got. That's all she's she got. plays Jax's girlfriend. Or, you know, girlfriend, girlfriend. yeah, and she has his right, baby. Yeah, ex- right. She has a baby there, though. We'll give her that. Yeah. In this show, yeah. she couldn't get there. I couldn't have a child. I can't have. I can't get pregnant. I got an abortion in 1992. Oh. I got an abortion. That's right. Yeah. Oh my God, Christopher. I wonder I'm why so I can't good. have a child. All this coke I'm doing and smoking and drinking. I own a club. Let's show two bands that are terrible. Spike up. That's what Michael. All right. Yeah. Let's pause on Sopranos and Many Sins in Newark. We still have a lot to left to say about both. We'll, we'll come back to this. Yeah. There's a lot to go. I'm glad we didn't finish either one. So I can just, we can do the exact same title and just carry it over. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll be back for part two here eventually. I don't know when, a couple weeks, next week, who knows. But let's let's get out of here, right? I think yeah, we did eno- enough for part one. I think so. I didn't realize it was part one until we here. Yeah, so we started talking about it. We realized, oh, it's, like I said, we have so much of, left to go. <laughs> 23 years of history. Right? Exactly. Let's finish it later. Yeah. Um, I just realized what my title says. I meant to do this. Let me change my name. It still says Phoenix saw a black man west. Well, there's a black, there's a black actors in Sopranos. But I meant to do this. Oh, there you go. Racism you go. is what I'll add to our list to talk about in part two. Let's try. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll get into that. Tony's got some fucking issues. 
Well, it's the typical Italian, old school Italian. You know, we don't mix races. You know, you stay on your side. We Even Carmelo is a part of that. But we'll discuss that in part two. And well, as well as Ralphie and more Steve Buscemi and more of the, oh, yeah. the Aprils and the you Jackie, or sorry, the uh, uh, Johnny Sachs parts. And when he escapes the feds and Jenny Sachs' land. That's right, yeah. And the crack house. We have to get rid of the crack house. Uh, oh yeah, because they gotta sell that property. That property that starts the feud with uh, Johnny Sachs. Yeah, and then and then they have that that one scene where they're trying to collect on the Starbucks. It's not a Starbucks, but it's like a coffee chain. And they go, "You gotta pay us, you know, if you wanna do business in this in this square, you're gonna have to pay us, you know, for protection." And the guy's like, "Look, I'm just the manager, the district manager. He's the one." In that was at the all very this, very so end. I, yeah, yeah, toward the end, but it was just like he's gone. That idea, yeah. <laughs> and you never see it's, them again. Nope. So and coffee. then his brother died. The the twin brother that got killed. The twin brother killed the twin brother, and his twin brother works for Tony, and he tries to kill him later in the show, and then he just pisses in his pool instead. Um, ducks. Remember that part? I'm he's not the, the he's pissing the in the pool. He's the character that goes to Annabelle Shora and says. Uh, stay the fuck away from Tony Soprano. Shut up and listen. Or they're going to be, uh, it won't be his face. You, last face you see will be mine. And they will be wiping your nipples off the fine leather seats. Don't remember that. Looking forward to talk about it, though. Oh, yeah. That, that's the. Put some notes. You if you think of anything throughout the week, let me know. I'll put it in my notes. No, I'm going to rewatch. I, I want to revisit Sopranos this week and I'll bring up. Just watch the last thing. season again. Yeah. That'll, that'll bring up a lot. That one. Is- that one is rough because I don't really like the last season that much, but it's I do. Still, yeah, I hated home movies. The first episode of the part oh, two, God. where they're where they're vacationing and they have that fight, and it's like, oh, that's annoying. That was like because he calls Janice a whore and Bobby punches him or something. No, yeah, Bobby they fight. It's the fight. I liked the episode that. until that. Then I was like, uh, here we go. Yeah. But it was fun until because they're all like shit faced making fun of each other. Well, I'll put that in the list here. Uh, family. Oh, and, and the and Tony Soprano's uh, mother-in-law is the mother-in-law in Goodfellas. Same oh, Jewish mother. Yeah, the uh, kind of this kind of men is a stout. Like, what kind of family are they? What kind of people are they? That lady. Yeah, yeah. She makes him hide the cross in Goodfellas. Yeah, <laughs> you're half Jewish. Hey, only the good half. Yeah. You're half Jewish. Only the good half. Yeah. 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 I'm dead. <laughs> All right, so um, I won't give it a rating yet because we're not done, either one. But let's get out of here. Until next time, in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. Dick, dick, yeah. So long, citizens. So I do the theme song again? I don't know how to end this. Let's yeah, do, do the theme song. Let's do it again. Let's do it at the camera the awkwardly. There you go. My headphones are shaking on my head. Sounds like a, a, an 80s like clubhouse show. Well, when I originally did the theme song with Michael, the guy who made it, I was like, do this, do this, do this. It was the exact theme song from The Office. <laughs> he, he goes, play. And I go, oh, 
And we all went, no, no, stop. We're going to get sued. <laughs> no, this is sued. just the Office theme song. I didn't, I, in my head it was different, but when you put it together, that's just the Office. Let's change it. Right. I so we, know. I had the original edit saved. I don't know what happened to it after all these years. You know, it's been nine years. This is year yeah. 10. This is season 10 of the show. Jesus. So long, citizens. Night. Good night. Bye. <laughs>